Hi. How you doing? I'm well. Good, good. Um, I actually wanted to talk to you about something. I've been thinking a lot about this whole plan to kind of bury Dewberry. Um, you've been bullying him and making him feel bad about breaking up the wild berries, acting like you're just a better competitor than him. <sighs> I don't. I don't think we should do it. Really? <laughs> of course, we're gonna go with this plan. I mean, I came up with it, but here's what I need you to do. I need you to be meaner. I need you to go harder on him. I need you to make him cry, make him sad, destroy him from the inside out. Because I'm gonna be over here playing good cop while you're over there playing bad cop. And while I'm up there saying, oh, you know, it's fine. We're on the same team. We both know better. No, we're not. Can you do that for me? It's not gonna be difficult. I don't like him. Great. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the movie trivia showdown. I am merely Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Uh, the real reason you're tuning in today, sure, it's a great match between Mark, Yodi, Riley, and Janine the Machine. Emma Fife is joining me on the announcer desk. Thank you so much, Mark. It's really great to be here. Uh, I don't. You know, sometimes when you tape things like a television show, they air in a weird order. So I don't know if this is the first time that you all are seeing me, but this is the first match I'm calling this year. So, you know, well, let's see if I uh, actually remember how this game is played. But well, then I can ask you, how was, uh, how was your winter break? What have you been doing? You know, it was really great. I spent a lot of time walking around a theme park, uh, <laughs> as one does when uh, they are employed in tourism during the holidays. <laughs> a lot of Quidditch for this one. Uh, and, and on that note, I still have your Gryffindor robe, you but did. it is at the dry cleaners, and it is coming. Back to you momentarily as we get into this match here. Schmodown 2020, we knew it was going to be all different. We knew it was going to be all new. It's called the new era. Faction's such an important part. Managers, such a crucial part of the game now with Janine the Machine. She's represented by Sam Levine and the usual suspects and going up against Mark Riley. And he's part of the Finstock Exchange, and they seem to be on a, a, a hot highway train that is just cruising through the Schmodown right it's now. It's true. I mean, you know, the, the Finstock Exchange. Change, formerly the Horsemen, they finished so strong last year, yep. kicked off this year super strong with Dan Merle winning in that three-way number one contender match. So there is definitely a level of are they unstoppable. However, you look at Mark Riley, who's the boss, is performing extremely well. Mark Riley had a little bit of a rough end to last year. He got eliminated in the first round of the singles tournament. So he actually really has quite a lot to prove, I think, going into this match. That's right. I mean, there's a reason why we call it the Yodi Award. Mark Riley, an all-time legend of the game, its first great competitor. But he's 10-7 and seven lifetime. And you stack that up against Janine the Machine, who has not competed nearly as much as Mark Riley has. Barely anybody has. She is 3-5, and five, and she finds herself in a position right now. If she gets a win over a legend like Mark Riley, over a faction like the Finstein, 
Stock Exchange. That could pay huge dividends both for her career and this season and then also for the usual suspects. Absolutely. Janine is one of those competitors who I think everyone is is waiting for her to really come into her own. And as you say, if she beats Riley today, that could really solidify her place as one of the greatest up-and-coming competitors in the Schmodown League. And it'll be interesting to see how she performs today as well, considering that in her entire career in the Schmodown, Janine has always been represented by Jay Washington as a manager. And this is the first time that she's going to be stepping out with Sam Levine instead. So it'll be interesting to see what that kind of mentorship and leadership does for Janine as a competitor. That's a great point. For Mark Riley, it's the same old crew. It's just the scrubbing of the name it's off true. and putting another name on. But for Janine, it's a totally different maybe style of play. But once they get underneath the white hot spotlight, it's one on one. Both of them know how to get a W in this league. And they're two people that I really enjoy. So let's see what they had to say pre-match. You idiots. You have all made a dreadful mistake and allowed me to snatch out from the rest of you, Janine the Machine! Janine's been somebody who I've had my eye on this entire season. It is a crime. It is a crime. Their idiocy, their crime is the usual suspect's blessing. The Finstock Five, whatever they're calling themselves, I mean, Riley does deserve some respect, but, I mean, I, I, I gotta put him down today. New year, new Riley. Drew Guy, McWeenie, we got Bateman and Riley walking off here. I'm pissed, what can I say? I don't like this, I don't like losing. If anybody wants to check stats here, Merle, Bateman, Riley, Roca, or should I say Roca, Merle, Bateman, Riley. Every one of those guys has held a belt before. Some numerous times. Yeah. We're the best faction that ever was created. And that ever will be created. And the new Mark Riley is coming for that belt again. He deserved respect a few years ago, maybe. But the, the, the Riley you're playing today, this guy's a has-been. I mean, I was being kind. No, I'm not going to be kind because <laughs> I'm your manager. I mean, look, it's just the way it is. Riley, you're done. Andrew Guy represented the suspects in New York, took down Robert Meyer Burnett, and you are going to be representing the suspects today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm going to take down another champ for our faction. So, I mean, let's do it. Let's do the damn thing. There's no one whose corner I would rather be in, cheering on, watching kick all the ass in you, Janine the Machine. Season 7, The New Era, belongs to you. Janine the Machine is one of the top-tier players out there, but she's beatable, and I got something to prove. That's right, I do. You're going to be in for something new, something exciting. Riley's coming in hot. Emma, I'm getting a lot of uh, rebirth confidence. I'm getting a lot of, hey, it's 2020. It's a brand new season. We can do anything. It's all possible in 2020. Yeah, I think on the part of both of these competitors, this, this is going to be a great matchup today one way or another. And to see both of them coming at it with, with such sort of renewed vigor for, for what they're going to be able to bring to the Schmodown this season and, and, and how they're going to continue to climb up through the ranks and, and be the stars that we know they're meant to be. 
I'm looking forward to it. A lot of gusto, a lot of panache, and just a little bit of chest hair. Sorry, <laughs> kids. As we look at the tail of the tape here, Janine the Machine, what is she good at? You know she loves her rom-coms as well as new releases. And with Mark Yodi Riley, of course, he is a big fantasy sci-fi fan, and he knows his way around horror, too. I believe he has a YouTube show where he talks about that. So, Emma, I think that I'm prepared, ready to go. I got the stats in front of me. I got the questions. I have you alongside, so I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good, too. I think I'm ready to do this. Then it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. <laughs> and I get to do the introduction, so I get to yell. Yeah, now you get to keep yelling. <laughs> Introducing first with a record of three wins, five defeats, representing the usual suspects, led to the ring by her manager, Sam Levine. It's Janine the Machine! Cameron Rice, fellow yes. faction member. Many people Sam out there uh, watching the, the Outlaw Janine. documentary, they were surprised to find out that Janine's last name is not, in fact, actually the Machine. <laughs> she is not actually a machine. You just think she could be sometimes with all the correct answers, walking right <laughs> up to the camera, staring down everybody watching and letting them know, I am here and I am here to stay. And I might, in fact, be a robot. Maybe. We're not really The sure. name implies possibly, but <laughs> I think that I think that she is a she is a woman and she is ready to do some damage today. I will I'll, I'll meet you in the middle and say humanoid, possible cyborg, <laughs> possible person. Okay. And her opponent with a record of ten wins, seven defeats, representing the Finstock Exchange, led to the ring by his manager, Bobby Gucci. It's Mark. Yodi Riley! Okay, that's Tom. We know yeah, that. that's, that's the barbarian. Uh-huh. That is Dan Merle, and there is Mark oh, Riley. It's worth it. A new, that's a new jacket, I was I gonna think. ask you, is that the same Superman jacket I with a fresh coat of paint? No. Look at that. Wow. And there go the glass. Now he's gone from Clark Kent to Superman. Oh, that's the glass. Yeah, the glasses. I thought he was like our beloved. Uh, 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 nope. And then on, on go the sunglasses. I, I thought we'd outlawed those this season. I thought. I tried to make a rule. No more sunglasses stage. inside. I had the power of the main room flowing through yep. me. The award ceremony didn't, didn't take, work. So. Yep, clearly didn't uh, didn't come through. Everybody's wearing sunglasses. A nice uh, classy handshake between Sam Levine and uh, Gucci. Yep. There is Mark Riley, and a nice handshake between the competitors as well. Look at this jacket. Okay, oh, and, yeah. Uh, Dagnino said Feels something good. into the microphone. He did, but, but he doesn't really open his mouth when he speaks. So uh, it was Bobby Gucci difficult hit my to car on the way into the show today. That We're apologizing about that. We did file an insurance claim, just so you know. Uh, he, has, I, he has insurance? Yeah. I'm going to say that Sam is telling a lie because there's no way Bobby Gucci could have hit his car because Tom Dagnino currently not uh, owning a car yeah. um, and does not have a driver's Arrived license. Arrived here on a unicycle, I believe. He might have hit him one of those big early 1900 weightlifter <laughs> unicycles. So now we have Mark Yodi Riley seated. Uh, is that, in fact, a new Superman jacket? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, it's just, uh, you know. My jacket. All right. Uh, okay. Matthew Kearns has another jacket to buy when he cosplays yeah, yeah. Mark Riley <laughs> in New York City later this year. Uh, Janine, are you uh, feeling good and prepared, ready to go? I am ready to go. All right. The rules of round number one. In round one, the field of competitors is going to hear eight questions from eight different corners of movie, trivia, schmodown, know-how. 
Bless you. Each question is worth one point. There's no penny for missing a question. Or there is no stealing in round number one. As soon as myself or Emma asks a question, you have about 15 seconds to get the correct answer. As soon as we ask you by name to reveal the answer, please show your vote on the whiteboard at the same time you verbalize it into the microphone. I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. If you aren't sure you heard a question right, you want us to repeat it, you just want to buy yourself more time, use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be administered by your manager at any point throughout the three-round match. Mark Riley, do you understand the rules as I have read them here today? I understand. And Janine, do you understand the rules as I have just read them with no teleprompter whatsoever? It computes. <laughs> Then let's get ready to slow down. <laughs> Here we go. Kicking off in round number one, your first question. It's going to be in the world of action-adventure movies. Action-adventure films. And the question, who plays a train hijacker called Ryder in 2009's The Taking of Pelham 123? Never been sure if you say one, two, three, or one twenty. Or one twenty three. I think it's one, two, three. Well, three. It's also like a convenient sort of nomenclature numbering Emma, of why the, train. the big words? I so don't know. Early. It's just, you know, I like to Four, show off that I've read three. the dictionary. Do you hit me with nomenclature? <laughs> one pens down. Uh, Mark Riley, your answer. John Leguizamo. That is incorrect. incorrect. Does Janine have it? Ethan Hawke. Looking for John Travolta. John Travolta. So Sandy. No, uh, no, no perfect round ones uh, uh, to to happen today, but that's okay. We're that's just getting okay. in now to question number two. Question number two in the category of rom coms, romantic comedies. What 2018 romantic comedy stars Constance Wu, Henry Golding, and Aquafina? Who's not this a water one. bottle? That's Aquafina as a person. <laughs> I like her uh, her show on Comedy Central. Oh, Nora from Queens. Very, very she's, funny. Yeah. She's good. She's talented, I'm that Nora it. from I'm Queens. A big fan. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Janine. Crazy Rich Asians. It is Crazy right. Rich Asians. Does Mark Riley have it? No, I didn't have it. He does not oh. have it. So Mark Riley still shaking that rust yeah. off from yeah. last season. And we go to your third okay. question, round number one dramas. And your question. Who stars as the pacifist Desmond Doss in 2016's Hacksaw Ridge? Hacksaw Ridge just made me think. Did you ever read the book Hatchet when you were in like Do elementary school? Do you think I school? read the book Hatchet? No, <laughs> probably. I not. read Maniac McGee. Okay. I read Where the Red Fern Grows. Yeah. Five, four. <laughs> Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Mm -hmm. Three, yep. Two, one. Hands <laughs> down, and that's it. Uh, Mark Riley. Uh, Andrew Garfield. That is right. correct, and Mark Riley's on the board. Janine the Machine. Help him get one more, Andrew Garfield. Okay. Right. <laughs> Two to one. All right, next category. Question number four category is animated. Who composed the score for Up? Ugh. One of the saddest children's movies oh, of all time. God, if you're a parent at home and you have not yet shown that to your kids, show them the movie in its entirety minus the first minus five Minus the minutes. first five minutes. Just, Dear God, yeah, five. I'd rather read Hatchet. <laughs> Three, two, one. Fens down, Janine. Michael Giacchino. It is Michael Correct. Giacchino. Does Mark Riley have it? Michael Giacchino. He right. likes his scores and he soundtracks. Does. He does. He knows his scores and soundtracks, and he proves that here today. Your next category is in the world of fantasy sci-fi. Fantasy science fiction, the question. 
Hugh Jackman and Sigourney Weaver were directed by Neil Blomkamp in what 2015 sci-fi movie? I think it's actually more like Blomkamp. Blomkamp? Uh, Blomkamp. Blomkamp? South African. Yeah. yeah. I really like that guy as a director. I do too. I think. I, where's Where's the next one? Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Going to Mark Riley first. Chappie. It is Chappie. Does Janine have it? Don't have it. And we All are right. tied, tied at up. three. All right. Question number six in the category of comedies. There it is. I was I was waiting for it, and it happened. Which <laughs> SNL actress co-starred with Mila Kunis in *The Spy Who Dumped Me*? I think that'd be like a kind of like a living hell dating a spy, right? It would be pretty terrible dating. Yeah. I mean, because this is the thing: is you want open communication ship in a relationship. Like but their job is to lie. They're literally their job is to lie. Five, I also think it's a communication four, ship, which is three, not a word. Two, <laughs> you nomenclatured yourself out of that one. Repeat uh, the question. We can do that. Okay. Uh, category of comedies: Which SNL actress co-starred with Mila Kunis in *The Spy Who Dumped Me*? You know, on the positive side of the dating a spy ledger, yes. uh, they're on the road a lot, so you get a lot of time yourself, which you I know mean, is that, important uh, listen, to me. Listen, that, that I get that. That that is a positive. I need um, my isolation. Yeah, but I, I mean, if I, I enjoy my anything. time with you on the desk, and then I want to be by myself. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Going to Janine first. Kate McKinnon. It is Correct. Kate McKinnon. Couldn't pull it. Mark okay. Riley yeah. could not pull it, and it is four to three. Maybe yeah. more of a defensive struggle than we thought it would could. be here in round number one as we oh. move to your penultimate question in round number one. This is question seven in the world of horror slash thriller. And the question is, who played Norman Bates in Psycho 2 and Psycho 3? Psycho is one of those ones that, you know, I don't, I don't know if I really needed sequels. Were we to, asking to for Psycho? A yeah. yeah. Unlike well, the Jaws movies, which oh, I love. We needed every, 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 every Jaws sequel is four, just three, gold. Two, one. Pens down, going to you first, Mark Riley. Anthony Perkins. It is Correct. Anthony Perkins. Does Janine have it? Anthony Perkins. Yes, she does. <laughs> Tried to mislead him there by Tried not including the first psycho you film. You writers. Turns out Riley and Janine smarter, smarter than the writers think, Rascals. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Moving on to your final question. In round number one, category is 80s movies. Which actor plays Willie Mays Hayes in Major League? All right. I've, if I told him once, I told him a thousand times. Christian Harloff, stop writing questions. <laughs> If Christian Harloff was the person writing the question, it would just it would mostly be questions uh, about major. Go League. back and watch season one of the show. <laughs> Five. Four, There's a whole category that's three, just point break. Two. One. Pens down. Uh, Janine, did you have it? Wesley Snipes. Yes, she Correct. did. <laughs> Mark Riley. Wesley Snipes. All right. All right, so both competitors kicking it into gear late in round number one. Emma, six to five, a very respectable score. Very respectable, after absolutely. After some early stumbles. So now we move into round two, and if they can spin a category that they're both comfortable with, I think you're going to start to see the points flying. Yeah, in. absolutely. I mean, at this point, it is still truly anybody's game, but I have to say that that round one performance from Janine, uh, I, I feel like I'm seeing some newfound confidence there that has always – been on the cusp, but like she's not messing around today. Newfound confidence, and then a little bit of rust on the other side, or maybe just breaking yeah. in that new Superman jacket. Uh, Mark Riley, Janine the Machine. Um, it is the wheel round. Now this wheel is sponsored today, so the wheel uh, has a sponsored slice on it by our Schmodown Patreon. How about a hand for all of our movie trivia Schmodown Patreon members, real quick? Give them a big hand. 
And thank you for all your help with that, Emma. You're very welcome. Um, today's sponsored slice is the 2010s. So if either competitor spins and keeps the 2010 wedge, we're going to say the name of that patron. Thank you for all your patronage. Uh, as it stands, whatever slice that you eventually land on, you're going to hear four questions from that corner of movie trivia showdown know-how. Each question's worth two points. If you're not sure the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. Keep in mind, stealing is available in round number two. Uh, so, Janine, you are sitting in the lower-ranked chair. However, you do find yourself enjoying a one-point lead over Mark Yodi Riley. Would you like to spin first or defer to your jacketed opponent? I will go first. Janine's going to okay. go ahead and give that a spin. Early in the season, that seems to be what competitors like doing, is spinning and trying to get that big lead. Yep. The scoreboard intimidation factor, is I, it real? Yeah, I, I think the scoreboard intimidation factor is very real. I know for myself, the few times that I have played, I, I did like to go first because I liked to know where I stood instead of trying to make up a deficit. I just liked being on the desk. <laughs> I mean this desk. It's yeah, just not a lot that easier. Yeah. Yeah. I like this better, too. Kate Winslet is Ooh, the wedge, and she's going to talk Winslet. it over with uh, the usual suspect there, Sam. Um, with Kate Winslet movies. Uh, it's, you, she's done a broad range of films. And it is going to be a spin again. So. Yeah. All right. You know, but I will say, I'll go on record and say this. If it comes around and it is Kate Winslet again, I don't think Janine's going to bat an eye. I think she'll be just fine yeah, with Yeah, I think she'll be fine with Kate Winslet. I mean, certainly she's she's got a lot of uh, sort of. And it oh, is Leo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. and, and the, You heard the dog bark. That means there's two minutes <laughs> left. So we got to get through this quick. All right. All right. So, Janine, you have spun Leonardo DiCaprio. He is an actor of some note. And... I'm going to be asking you your questions, Mark. Uh, Riley, Emma will be asking you your series of questions. Janine, you're first of four in the world of Leonardo DiCaprio. Who directed Leo DiCaprio in the film The Beach? Danny Boyle. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. And we move on to your next question. Who stars as Helen Gandy in Clint Eastwood's J. Edgar? Multiple choice. Is it A, Nicole Kidman, B, Naomi Watts, C, Sienna Miller, or D, Rachel Weisz? Sienna Miller. That is incorrect for a one-point steal, Rob. I'm going to give you your options. Is it A, Nicole Kidman, B, Naomi Watts, C, Sienna Miller, or D, Rachel Weisz? Rachel Weisz. Looking for Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. <laughs> Naomi Watts is the answer. So it remains eight to five. Oh. Two more questions. Reminder, each competitor, you still have your phone a dog if you're not sure of the answer. <laughs> uh, Janine, your penultimate question in the world of Leo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio plays a character by the name of Hugh Glass in what 2015 film? The Revenant. Two points for Janine. And she's into double figures and still has a question remaining. And your final one in the world of Leo. The 2002 drama Catch Me If You Can earned two Oscar nominations. Which actor was nominated in the supporting actor category? Tom Hanks. That is incorrect. For a two-point steal, I may not provide multiple choice. Five, four, three, two. Christopher Walken. That's a big, big two-point steal. steal. Yeah. For Mark Riley. 
And I'm kind of shaking my head myself. Walken, I mean, Walken's always great, but sure, he's, he's but in the movie for like a dinner scene. Truly. Wow. True. I guess, you know, he, he just he just cut up his peas and carrots with the best of them or something to uh, to just really earn that uh, nomination Tom there. Tom Hanks' Boston accent, not cool with the Academy. No. As we move on to Mark Yodi Riley, nice steal there. So it is 10 to 17, still in the lead by three points, but you have a chance to change that at the wheel. Step up to the plate, young man. Question is, can he extend his arm in that new stiff leather jacket to actually spin the wheel? Those leather jackets, I, I've worn a few in yeah, my day. They you gotta take break some them in. in. You gotta break them in. Easier, I will say, than leather pants. Yeah. Which I've been in once in my <laughs> life, pants. and I swore, Emma, I'm never going back. I'm keeping the sweatpants. I'll take a nice denim break in over leather pants any day. Round and round it goes. There it is. Will it be the dance film craze? Ooh, he's oh, fun horror movies, horror. Emma. And I, I have think a feeling he's probably going to keep it. He's talking it over with his manager. His manager who is, he is not wearing socks or All cannot right. afford them. He's going to keep go. horror movies. All right. Mark Riley, you have spun and selected to stay with the category of horror films. So four questions in the category of horror. First question. Who directed the 2014 mockumentary horror comedy, What We Do in the Shadows? Taika Waititi. That is correct for two points. All right, and Riley pulls within one. He can take the lead sure on this does. next question. All right, question number two. What film follows four teenage witches named Sarah, Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle? The Craft. That is correct for two points. He knows his horror films. He's taking the lead over Janine. He absolutely does. Question number three. Ash Williams was a student at what university in the Evil Dead franchise? Five, four, three, two. Multiple choice. Is it A, Arizona State University, B, Ohio State, C, Michigan State University, or D, Kentucky? Michigan State. That is correct for one point. It's a big get right there. It was. Also, Kentucky, just the, the, the state of Kentucky. Just the state of just Kentucky. The state of Kentucky. Going up against Michigan State <laughs> University, of course, where Christian Harloff attended school. <laughs> All right. Your final question in the category of horror. What is the name of the demons in Hellraiser. The Cenobites. That is correct for two points. Wow. That sounds like the name of a fledgling movie podcast, but it is actually the correct answer for the demons it also in Hellraiser. a little bit like a delicious treat you might eat in the morning. Hey, you want some Cenobites? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're one step above bagel bites. Cenobites for breakfast. Uh, well, Riley enjoyed a Cenobite on the way to a four-point lead over Janine the Machine heading into round at number three. So after round number one, Janine was in control. Round yeah. number two, Riley has a four-point lead. Who's going to take the match? Round three is going to determine that. The rules of round three are as such. Each competitor is going to give us three numbers. These numbers can range from one to 20. Each number corresponds to a different corner of movie, trivia, schmodown, know-how. The first question we ask you is worth two points. Your next one, three points. The last one, five points. Uh, Mark Riley, you are in the lead, and so you can give us your three numbers first. What feels lucky on this lovely day? Seven, 19, and 12. 
Seven, 19, and 12. Two odds, one even. Janine, what do you like? Three, six, and nine. Three, six, and nine. Janine, I'll be asking you your questions. Emma's going to be asking Mark his questions. Um, keep in mind there's no stealing uh, or multiple choice in round three. Uh, Janine? Still can phone a dog. You can still phone a dog. Janine, uh, you selected number three for your two-point question, and that corresponds to new releases. And your question for two points. What 2019 horror thriller stars Elizabeth Banks and was produced by James Gunn? Brightburn. Two points for Janine. Yes. Tough two-point question. Yeah. She got it. And we're going to stick with Janine for her three-point question. Janine, if you get this right, you're going to enjoy a one-point lead over Mark Riley and avoid the technical knockout. Uh, you selected number six, and that corresponds to fantasy science fiction. And your question. What 80s sci-fi epic was directed by David Lynch and stars Kyle MacLachlan, Max von Sydow, Patrick Stewart, and Sting? Five, four, three. Repeat the question. I can certainly do that. In the world of fantasy sci-fi, what 80s sci-fi epic was directed by David Lynch and stars Kyle MacLachlan, Max von Sydow, Patrick Stewart, and Sting? I need an answer in five, four, three, Two, one. Looking for Dune. Dune. It's a very sandy movie. Um, Parts so of it. Now we move. I've never seen it. So now we move <laughs> to nine is the number that Janine selected for your five-point question. If Janine hits this, she's up 17-14 and oh. forces the hand of Mark Riley to answer two questions correctly. At least two. Or maybe one, depending Meh. on what it is. That's true. Uh, Janine, you selected comic book movies for your five-point question. And that question is, who voices Miles' father, Jefferson, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Five, four, three, two, one. Repeat. Who voices Miles' father, Jefferson, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? She has one JTE rule. Remaining. One left. Five, four, three. Repeat. Last repeat. Here we go. Who voices Miles' father, Jefferson, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Need an answer in five, four, three, two. Back from Atlanta. And your winner, Mark Yoni Riley. Brian Tyree Henry. Brian Tyree Henry yep. is the answer. Yep. That is a technical knockout for Mark Riley for the TKO. It's true. Well, you know, sometimes. 
things just really work out in your favor. And uh, and Mark Riley spun a category that he's really strong in, and then Janine picked some categories that she maybe struggles with going into round three. So it's, you know, it's all part of the game. It's a tough pull in Mark Riley spinning horror movies. I think that's really when it turned because, look, at the at the end of round one, yeah. middle round one, we were like, oh, what's happening with this Riley guy? This dinosaur needs to be put out <laughs> to the pasture. And then he starts to get his last couple correct. He's feeling yeah. it. And then he spins horror movies. And that's what we talked about going into round number two, how important a good wheel spin is. And I think that that momentum carried him through the rest of the match. I absolutely agree. I also really think it's very charming, the idea of dinosaur pastures, uh, as you implied, well, by yeah, putting a dinosaur out to pasture. It's going to go to become yeah, fossil fuel. It's like <laughs> to become fossil fuel. It's like, a, it's like a nice version of Jurassic Park. Yeah, I think so, that's what they wanted, was, was just pastures full of dinosaurs for, for people to enjoy looking they at They once them. roamed the earth, and now they help gas up my Ford yep, Fusion. But so. it sounds like, you know, perhaps the, the dinosaurs, uh, they're, they're, coming, they're coming back with a vengeance here in the movie trivia mode. Hey, <laughs> we, we have found Isla Nebular, and that is where the fin Stock Exchange probably has a lot of offshore accounts. Um, Tom Dagnino is the manager, or Bobby Gucci, or Finstock, or however you want to uh, call it. Whatever his name is these it's days. It's a big faction because you have, obviously, the remnants of the horsemen. You have him leading the whole thing. Yeah. But this was a big win for Mark Riley. It definitely was. Because he's was. standing amongst champions, him himself a former champion. Yeah. But this was a big, necessary win for him early in the new era. And now we're going to turn it over to what I'm sure is a very jovial Finstock Exchange. Jen Sturger, are they popping champagne over there yet? No, but we're popping collars, unfortunately. Um, we're every time I every time I see you, I feel like you have less and less clothes on. You've got to be feeling pretty good though about the Finstock Exchange right now. Uh, Four-time manager year sounds pretty good right now. Um, look, this is the new Mark Riley here. He's got a new jacket. He's got new glasses. He's got same hair. Uh, look, you know he, we we came in here. We, we, he, know, he knows his whole career is on the line here. He knows it. He's a veteran. He's a champion. He had to dig himself out of a hole from the Stacey Howard loss, and uh, that's exactly what he did here. I mean, like I said, and I'll say it again, people are good, but we're great. Riley, I... Uh, yeah, exactly. What more can you say? No, just a mic drop. Um, it was really good seeing you back in action today, and I, I know that you kind of... You kind of fell into a groove once you spun horror, right? Yeah, yeah. That was, that was my saving grace there. Uh, definitely had some rust on there, and that's that that upset me that first round. There were some questions. There's some points I left on that table there, and that just gets to me right now. Mm -hmm. But this rust has been knocked off. I got a, a strength in horror, and then I just had to let it be one question at a time. And look at that, it pulled out. Janine the Machine is one of the greats here, and uh, I know she's, she might be kicking herself right now, but she, she keeps her head up. Uh, she's going to be dangerous in this league, but I got nothing but respect. I am surrounded by my boys right here. Mm -hmm. They all have gold. They all have wins. And uh, a lot of y'all counted maybe me out. Maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm over the hill. All these things. Well, guess what? Don't count me out. Rust is gone. I can't wait to continue to win. Absolutely. You mentioned that he bounced back from that Stacey Howard loss. Was it great watching Riley get back out there and just whoop some ass today? Listen, the Finstock Exchange comes with it now. Every match. We understand the game more than anyone else in this league. We ride out a tough first round. We know we can alter around the second round. Riley would have normally gotten into his head, maybe fallen apart, got a little nervous, whatever, kept it together, stole, had that big two-point steal, and then spun horror. You never know how the game can take care of you in that second round. you got to have faith, and he has that faith now, and I love seeing it. Absolutely. And Dan, I'm sure 
You guys must be feeling a little bit nervous, though, with all this gold. Uh, it's kind of like leaving some expensive stuff in your car at this point, right? Especially with this guy around. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, and, and the fact of the matter is that, um, you know, I think we're pretty likable guys. But uh, if you've got the gold, people are coming after you. Yeah. That's just how it goes. And I've got, a, I've got a tough challenge on my hands coming up. John and I have got a tough challenge, whoever we end up playing on our hands coming up. Uh, I think that's, you know, people make fun of our veteran status. Mm. Uh, perhaps we're a little longer in the tooth than some of these factions. But uh, I think our advantage is we've been in these high-pressure situations. We've been in situations Mark was playing from behind after round one. I was playing from behind after round one in my last match yeah. it helps to have a few losses and wins under your belt in those situations to know how to deal with them so i think i think we can work that to our advantage and being longer in a tooth just means you can bite deeper into somebody that's what that means it doesn't mean we're out oh, taking them to church as usual roca <laughs> so congratulations it's so great to see the finstock exchange absolutely thriving right now like i said you got your veterans long in the tooth and whatnot new talent that's on the rise here yeah. This may be another year for Bobby Gucci, as much as it pains me to say that. Well, when our back's against the wall, you know, we come out swinging, like any champions do. I mean, look, you know, the four best players in the league here, Roca, Riley, Merle, Bateman, all have held championship belts before. You know, look, and like I said earlier in the pre-interview, you know, you look at, uh, on a clear day, you see the ocean, you could look for eight miles, all right? On a clear day, I see the schmodown. And guess what I see? Just ourselves looking back at each other at the finish line. And on a clear day, I just see way too much chest hair. Anyways, back to you guys. Uh, some of that's probably my fault, Jen. Um, Emma, I'm not sure I, if... Uh, I, you know, I was I was on board with Dan Merle saying, you know, that the experience really counts for something. That then was Ro nice. Roca brings in some weird science about long teeth. The and bite. Then whatever. And then the metaphor with Bobby the ocean. Gucci was doing. Uh, Leave a trail of breadcrumbs next time. Yeah. Very confusing stuff. Yeah. But, hey, they did get the win. And uh, more points for their faction. So as much as it may pain Jen to have to keep interviewing them as the winner, Winner, the Finstock Exchange <laughs> is thriving right now. It just keeps going. <laughs> and when, when you look at the usual suspects, I think, look, it's still a very young season. It's a tough loss for Janine yeah. early, but we are going to toss over to them. Uh, Jen, you're currently standing by with Janine the Machine. How's she taking the defeat? Um, there's not a whole lot of smiles back here. Janine, I know that you're probably beating yourself up a lot more than we can even imagine right now just because you are one of the most competitive players in this league right now and a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I saw you beating yourself up backstage, kind of like you knew some of those answers and they just couldn't come to you out there tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's been the whole thing that I'm gonna be have a big year this year, so the, there was a lot of pressure on me to do well today. Um, and there were some that, yeah, I thought maybe I should go to multiple choice, but I'm just gonna go for it and go for the two points, like the Tom Hanks thing. Um, I just, just didn't have it today. Spinning away from Kate Winslet, landing on Leonardo DiCaprio, it just seems like you were going to be sunk by the Titanic no matter what. Yeah, I prepared for some things that I knew I could kill, and it just didn't go my way today with the wheel. Um, but, you know, I fought my hardest, as I always do. What's it been like having this guy in your corner over here? Oh, he's great. Um, been in constant contact, contact since the draft, so I've had that support um, really helping me study and really hone in on my weaknesses, and I'm only going to get stronger. So. 
Sam, was there stuff out there that you saw today that you guys think that you can move forward and learn from? I mean, how are you feeling after watching Janine's match? Everything I saw today only makes me more proud than I was before. I mean, what she did in round one, to finish round one with a lead against a giant like Mark Riley, I am confident that if she were to play an Iron Man match against him, she's going to walk away the winner because that's the true test of knowledge. What happened today was she was a victim of bad luck. She didn't have a great spin on the wheel. He had a perfect spin on the wheel, landed on his strength. She got unlucky with her numbers. And we both know her favorite David Lynch movie is Eraserhead. So if they'd asked questions about that, she'd have been fine. But it was just bad luck. But I know that she has the knowledge. I know that she's got the skill. And I know how much she puts into this game. And here's the thing. She's not just a great player. She's also a beloved player. I know the fans love Janine the Machine like I love Janine the Machine. And I know that this loss is maybe making them think, oh, we're not going to see her soon. But they are going to see her again soon. The fans have to tell this league they want to see Janine in more matches. And I'm telling the fans, tell the league you want to see this woman in more matches. Like, I want to see her in more matches because she deserves more matches. She got unlucky today, but she has the skill and the talent to be here. That Iron Man compliment, honestly, coming from you is really, really high praise. Does that mean that you are really expecting to see a great performance from Janine when maybe free-for-all rolls around? You bet your bottom. I'm expecting to see a great performance when the free-for-all rolls around. Janine, the minute you believe in yourself as much as these guys believe in you, you're going to be unstoppable. Thank you, thank you. I got texts and messages from my whole faction today uh, wishing me well, so I'm in the right place. Absolutely are. Back to you guys. Uh, that, that's that's a nice interview to see. <laughs> it, it really you, is. You, you, you take a shot, but you still, it, it, in some ways, a loss can strengthen the resolve of a faction and bring them closer Absolutely. together. Absolutely. And I and I think, you know, there, there's something I want to address that, that Janine was saying about the idea of having this tremendous amount of pressure put on you to win. And I, I know what that feels like because... When you are really beloved, a lot of the time it feels like everybody out there, because they are rooting for you, they are rooting for you to win. And yes, on some level they are rooting for you to win, but ultimately what it comes down to is that they adore Janine. Like Sam said, people want to see Janine play because not only is she a great competitor, she's a great personality, she's great on camera, she's somebody that we want around at the Schmodown. And yes, Janine, people out there are rooting for you. But you're not letting anybody down when you lose. And when you start to think about, I, I love Jen's question about the free-for-all, because you do start thinking about, okay, well, who's somebody that maybe could do something yes. akin to what we saw William Bibiani do last year or what the kid did last year? Don't count out Janine the Machine playing that role this year at the free-for-all. Absolutely. And as as Jen said, you know, as, as soon as she believes in herself the way that her manager Sam believes in her, the way that her faction mate who we saw there on camera with her, Cameron Rice, believes in her, the way that everyone out there watching the Schmodown believes in Janine, she she really could do it. That's right, and and maybe she gets more wins this season. Mark Riley, if he wants more wins, apparently he's going to have to buy a new Superman jacket for $500 <laughs> every time he wants a W. He does take the victory here today, and I feel like a winner myself getting to call the match with a tremendous talent like Miss Emma Fife. Emma, what's the yes. latest? Where can all the kids follow you in all your endeavors? I mean, I am all over the Internet wherever Emma Fife's are sold at my name, <laughs> Emma Fife. So find me there. I got a website, emmafife.com. If it's branded Emma Fife and it's a blonde girl, 
girl with glasses, it's probably me. And she's not a bad neighbor to have either. <laughs> I am Mark Baby Carousels for all live events, including the free-for-all in March. Check out the schmodownlive.com. Grab your tickets before they sell out. Thank you all for tuning in on behalf of MF5 and Christian Harloff. I'm Mark Ellis. Thanks for supporting our Patreon, and we'll see you next time on the movie Trivia Schmodown. <laughs> <laughs>